I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP show. Today we have Deepak from India on the call. He's been an MVP for coming up seven years now. Uh, He's experienced 10 plus years experienced in the space of Microsoft Dynamics 365 with the financial suite of applications. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 215. Now let's get on with the show. Hey Deepak, welcome to the MVP show. Yeah, hey Mark. Thanks for having me in your show. It's good to have you on the show. So there's, there's a few things I'm a bit confused about to start with, and that is when, you know, I was... I was looking into your Twitter account and your Facebook and your various things. One says you're in England and another says you're in India. So where, where are you located? Okay, okay. So currently I'm in India. So uh, I was in UK for past two years and recently came back to India. And the reason why you are saying to different location, because uh, I'm not not very active on social media. So there, there might be the situation where I didn't update it, uh, either of the account. Gotcha. That, that makes sense to me. That makes sense. So how are you going, right? All the world's in disarray at the moment. How are you handling things? What are you up to? Well, I really love to you know, hang around the world and I don't miss any opportunity where I got any chance to you know, visit a new place, learn about that place, or you know, explore that area. What's good or bad about that area? That's uh, that's where if you see, of course, you have seen my profile. So I love to uh, roam around the world. I visited UK, US, and various parts of India. Wow! So I didn't realize you had worked in the US as well. No, I didn't work in the US, but uh, I was there Just for travel. yeah, travel for summit. How did you find this year missing out on going to MVP summit? Anyways, I was missing uh, this MVP summit because uh, I got an adorable daughter and she just turned uh, one year and uh, I should have celebrated her birthday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I didn't plan for uh, this year's summit. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I missed it. You know, I was planning on going, but uh, didn't make it. Uh, what are things like there in India at the moment with COVID-19? Well, uh, <clears throat> I was just following uh, the news only because that's the only trusted source for now. And uh, there are a few states which are really hitting badly. I would say Maharashtra and Rajasthan, they're hitting really bad. And there are more than uh, 3,000 cases for by now. And few parts are really doing good. Uh, I would say there are three, four states uh, who are having almost uh, zero uh, cases by now so yeah mm-hmm. it's kind of mix and match but uh, if I if I say personally it doesn't feel good when I see you know uh, the officials and individually are struggling like this yeah 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 so so what effect do you think this is going to have for the rest of this year for you do you do you think it's good what what impact are you gonna what are you expecting for the next year 
Well, next year is going to be slow, definitely. So in India, governments are saying like by first week of May, the lockdown could be lifted. But I am really skeptic. It can't be the case. Uh, the way it's uh, this pandemic is coming on the way, uh, the May is really short notice. So uh, what I'm skeptical, it's it will be extended till end of June at least. And uh, I would say this 2020s all vanished, you know, during fight with this COVID-19. And uh, economy of uh, India is really, you know, going down due to this. And most of the IT company hitting really bad because they are having outsourcing business with the Europe, US. And now this way, you know, the business is impacting really bad. So next year, maybe after March or next financial year, the situation could be, you know, uh, starting reviving slowly. But uh, the next, you know, six or 10 months are really bad for most of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which company do you work for? So mostly I worked for Dynamics EX, uh, Dynamics 365 Finance and Operations. And uh, that's a Microsoft community. And apart from that, uh, there are a few local community uh, within the NCR area. So not uh, broadly, but yeah, I'm in touch with them. So as in when they need uh, any speaker or any uh, local session, yeah. So, mm. so but you, you're with a multinational company. Are you doing most of your project work like um for offshore companies or are you mainly working on projects inside of india for indian based companies so it's a mix and match mark so sometime i got a client who are outside of india and uh, i need to travel to their office location to setting up things uh, to do architectural work and all sort of thing and uh, while currently i'm handling uh, one of the you know the domestic project and uh, they are uh, the most of things can be handled through offshore. Tell me about your journey. Like, how did you decide to get involved with Dynamics 365 Finance and Operation? You obviously started back in more of an AX type time frame, or or how far back does your history go um, in the space? Yeah, that's an inter- interesting question, Mark. So uh, I remember when I started uh, my career on uh, Dynamics AX, that was 2009 or 5.0. And there was one guy who just uh, shown me the first screen, first ever screen of uh, 2009. And I was say, wow. <laughs> so uh, on a screen, wherever click, it opens a new form. This is not for me. <laughs> that was my first impression when I saw it. But uh, slowly, you know, it, it becomes a passion and, uh, you know, trying more and more around the system. What are the, its capability? How far I can try it? And here I am today. Mm, mm, mm. And so what about, you know, how long have you been an MVP now? Uh, uh, by award cycle, it's been six years by now. And if you count year, it's been seven years. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so that's a, that, that's a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and how did you become an MVP? So if you know this guy, Arijit Basu, in Microsoft, so during the initial time of my career, I used to read his blog. And uh, so I really like his one line. He put one line uh, on his blog, live to eat. <laughs> live to eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I saw and on, on the corner of his blog, I saw MVP. That's where it uh, started. 
then I started uh, searching around it. What's an MVP and how can you know a person can nominate and become an MVP? And I I started collecting bits around it and putting my effort to you know so I can uh, nominate myself uh, for MVP. And it it was uh, glorious 2013 <laughs> when I first awarded as an MVP. Wow, wow. And and of course that whole system has changed now, right? Because I don't think you can self self nominate anymore, right? It needs somebody else to nominate you nowadays. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. You need either an MVP or an Microsoft employee who can nominate you. So when when you look across the community, and and people that are not in the MVP program, who kind of stands out in your mind? Is anybody in your mind that you're like, wow, that would be that'd be a good MVP? Or are you, or are you seeing people doing things that you think are, you know, top quality and, and great about spreading product knowledge and what they've learned? Yeah, definitely, Mark. There are a few people in my mind, and I already nominated it last year one guy. But I didn't check on him whether he was, you know, got his title or not. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. There are you know few good people who really uh, deserve to be nominated initially. But uh, what I feel the challenge uh, with the Dynamics 365 is it's changing very rapidly. On top of your professional commitment, it's really hard to explore what's new in market and contribute in community accordingly. That's really challenging. Challenging part. If I'll I'll speak myself, so even after spending let's say nine ten hours doing my professional commitments, still have to spare another few hours to, you know, contribute in community to explore uh, new things which are on the way. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what's that? That's a, let's say ten, eleven, twelve hours a day. Are, so, are, are you what what level of contribution are you doing, and what area do you tend to focus on? So majorly, I'm contributing uh, in blogs. I would say, yeah, most of the part it, and I tried to start uh, video recording as well, but uh, couldn't continue. Uh, as 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 I said earlier, like like uh, last year, I was in UK, and a uh, few months back, I came back to India, and trans transformation is going on, so couldn't spare much of the time uh, on video part. And I'm actively working on the community also to. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, answer or to suggest different answer to questions uh, on the Microsoft community. Okay, so is that typically like the Microsoft Dynamics three six five forums? Is that is that where you're you're focusing from a community perspective? Yep, that's right. And your your blog is it called the Exapter.com? Is that is that the right one? Yep, that's right. Wow, wow, wow! So how how long have you been uh, producing content on that? That looks like a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me recall. Uh, 2012, 68 posts in 2012, I can see. 2013, 100 posts. 2014, 22 posts. 2015, 34. You've been really consistent. This is a great, solid blog you have. Thank you. Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. And do you get, what kind of engagement do you get from people around your blog, um, whether they're giving you comments or or, te- or talking to you about it? Yeah, mostly uh, through comments and on community. I because uh, this blog is uh, synced with the Microsoft community as well, so mm-hmm. people sometimes get in touch with me directly 
they just wrote me a text uh, uh, on the community page and uh, seek uh, some of uh, help yeah. ah okay okay but you've also written or been involved in co-writing some books as well right yeah so so far i have co-authored two books uh, first one was uh, around uh, 2012 ssrs reporting cookbook and the latest one uh, is uh, dynamics 365 finance and operations and development cookbook wow so how how do you find the time on top of work to 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 write books as well well that's another interesting question mark so uh, i i if you i mean i follow one philosophy of mine like uh, i don't like to sit idle and i would say that's a byproduct of uh, this philosophy whatever i have today so being an author being a blogger or being an mvp so all are you know just because i don't like to sit idle so mm-hmm. when i always see like uh, next few weeks few months i got x hours ideal apart from my professional commitment so i start uh, such kind of projects where to, i can involve you know much and much people and both of my books initially i got opportunity to write them so i thought why not uh, giving sharing this opportunity to someone who really deserve but uh, not uh, having you know enough contact in market mm-hmm. so that's where i invited uh, another authors to contribute in in particular book mm-hmm. and 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 what's it what's your what, what's in hindsight of writing books is it worth all the effort of writing yeah i would say yes because writing a blog is uh, entirely i would say it's in uh, in much friendly language i would say you don't uh, mm-hmm. give much of attention what you are writing and how it will uh, interpret by uh, other people right but while writing a book you should be very precise what you are trying to convey and mm-hmm. readers should get exact same meaning what you are trying to say and all your examples or whatever you are saying it should be unique authenticate it can't be you know like copy paste somewhere else it shouldn't be referred by anyone anyone here it should be 100% your content yeah that is that is so good i'm impressed i notice um on your 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 header graphic on linkedin you've got your mvp you've got the confidence speaker mcsc mcsa your blogger and then there's an an interesting little picture um and it'll be interesting what what is that little picture is it is it a is it a bug or a creature or something or is it a quill it's a quill okay i think you are talking about that pen and then yes, yes it's a pen yes. but uh, denotes for author <laughs> yes 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 oh, i was just intrigued I, if, to start with i'm like is it some type of creature or something like that but now now i can see it's a it's a writing quill or writing pen yeah that totally totally makes sense oh that's cool that's cool so what about um you, you know um public speaking what are you typically doing are you are you at user groups or at your are you speaking at conferences where do you get the opportunity to speak so if i would say uh, in my local area there is really less opportunity on um, applications uh, dynamics applications where i got opportunity so how i manage uh, to speak locally i used to run webinars um, if not publicly at least try to speak uh, within my organization where i can get at least 30 to 50 attendees 
and uh, sometime i just uh, share you uh, know speak on the, on the small topics let's say uh, how to use lcs for one example while another time i pick some you know larger topic let's say uh, integration capability of dynamics 365 right mm-hmm. which which may take another 45 minutes or 60 minutes i would say so that's how i managed to speak locally i'm interested to know you know from a finance and operations perspective how much do you think about and kind of study or, or or look into things like power apps and how power apps works with um, finance and operations okay so recently i would say power apps evolved a lot and uh, it's come with a really great uh, integration capability with fno and uh, in my past project uh, we have developed a few power apps and uh, i i don't take, take full credit because uh, i wasn't uh, the spoke for that one i was more like a contributor to develop that uh, power app because my main area is fno right so yeah i'm looking forward to it uh, power apps could be a great tool in uh, in coming engagements and the capability which it brings uh, and plate it's really amazing and uh, they are there are many things which can be fulfilled i would say many requirement from the customer which can be fulfilled using power apps and if i'll try the same thing within fno that could be you know more challenging do you see in the future that power apps is going to be much more or more than what is currently integrated with finance and operations do you see it being able to fulfill more user cases that customers would have i think uh, yes because uh, nowadays power apps uh, you know more likely to call a power platform a part of power platform and power platform is really helpful for any any business requirement not only power apps but uh, other application would also help uh, support uh, power power apps so yes i'm looking forward to it we you, you know in, in being an mvp now you know and one of you're the, really one of the old hands in the industry with with uh, over 6 years of been doing it what are what are some of the lessons that you've learned along the way and what advice would you give to other mvps or you know sorry not mvps but people wanting to become an mvp first thing i would advise them to follow your passions don't uh, don't don't you know follow the mvp title don't uh, don't do work just because of you want to get that shield rather than work towards community think how you can help uh, people who needs uh, an expert advice or who needs a solution think in that way if you start thinking you know i need 10 verified answer <laughs> in a month and so you may you may follow wrong path right so rather than just uh, post or quality blogs post quality answers in any community which we are following and uh, that's the main thing and nobody can stop you if you are doing this so by one by today or another day you will be noticed by by someone for sure and and second thing i would uh, suggest so it happens when uh, we just refer some others blog some others uh, article and put in uh, our blog post so always attach a reference that's uh, really necessary so always give credit to whom you you know you get this idea you get this uh, content that's really important that's good i agree i agree i like that okay 
If you've uh, heard a few of my podcasts before, you know that I finish with um, some quick fire random questions. Are you ready for your quick fire random questions? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, here's the first one. Would you rather explore space or the ocean? Oceans. Why? Because uh, this is the only place which is still need to be explored, and I seen a lot of uh, uh, this BBC series, BBC series, and uh, deep into oceans, and I'm really fascinating to explore what's inside there. <laughs> nice, nice. If in what way was your childhood? Do you feel happier than a lot of people's? Yes, definitely, it was happier than other people because uh, in my childhood, I enjoyed playing on in the street playing on the ground rather than spending you know four hours fixed four hours five hours on books mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's nice that's nice if you could have any superpower which power would you choose to fly <laughs> mm, that's cool that's cool how did you meet your best friend uh during one of the random uh, college trip okay okay which is the uh your favorite piece on the monopoly board Nothing, I would say. <laughs> Nothing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I I feel Monopoly is a very British type game or American. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, what's your favorite subject in school? Uh, chemistry. Chemistry. Wow. Is there any reason you didn't pursue a career in chemistry? Uh, well, uh, to be honest, when I you know take a sub uh, special sub- subject after after tenth. That was more like influenced by relative and uh, others rather than a choice. But I'm happy by choosing that. It it wasn't a great. Okay, that's awesome. Listen, if people want to follow what you're doing online, what you're doing on social media, that type of thing, where's the one place they should go first and foremost to catch up with what you do? Uh, maybe on my blog. What's the address? Uh, it's theexceptor.com. Hey, thanks for listening. One of the things I like to run each year is the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. This year, we've already had 100 people go through the program. It's free mentoring that I run for a period of 90 days each year. So if you want to be involved in the next uh, upcoming one, go to my website, nz365guy.com forward slash 9090DAYMC is what you should enter or take a look on the navigation menu for mentoring and enroll for the next intake. Remember, full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com, and we'll see you next time.